Welcome to the Let's Talk Basic podcast, where girl talk about everything basic. Join us as we sit down with a glass of wine and see where the conversation goes. Kick back, relax, and get ready for the ultimate girls' night in. I'm your host, Joanne. And I'm Vanessa. Welcome back. Welcome back to this week's Let's Talk Basic podcast. (laughs) This one is um, sort of an interesting topic, but um, we're going to talk to you guys about how we trapped our men. The real story. (laughs) (laughs) The real? What is the fake story? (laughs) The the version that's in our head. Oh. Okay. Okay. (laughs) And um, if they don't like it, they can start their own podcast. So... um, if they don't like our version. Right, right, right. Right? Yeah. Because we gave them a chance to be on this. Yeah. We gave we them did. an offer. We asked them. And they were like, flat out, no. They're like, you guys <laughs> I, take I it away. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah. okay, now we have free reign to say whatever we want and give you guys our version about how we met and, you know, <laughs> all the, the all the in-betweens about our relationship. Um, So... Do you want to start? Sure. Um, yeah, I guess like our story was we met when we were working and he was, we were working in a law firm and he had told me that he was studying to be a lawyer. So he was just there temporarily to do, to study for his LSATs. And um, yeah, like we, I remember when we first met him, like I had gone on vacation and we had like a lunch group of like friends that we would hang out every lunchtime. We would go up to the cafeteria and we would know that there would always be somebody there to sit with. And suddenly one day I was sitting there and like our group of friends came and joined me and there was like a new guy sitting there. Yeah. And like, <laughs> I guess because he had come when I was on vacation and it happened over like the holidays too, that everybody had already met him and nobody did felt the need to introduce him to me so for months I literally had no idea like we never formally introduced ourselves and like I had just kind of caught his name from other people calling him this random guy sitting at our lunch table yeah am I supposed to know him I know and I'm like I could never really address him directly because we've never <laughs> actually like oh my gosh been introduced it's so funny <laughs> um anyway so like a few months went by and like finally we introduced ourselves I think it was like two months in of working together and seeing each other every day um <laughs> that we're like I don't think we've ever been introduced. Oh <laughs> um, and then like another like five months into him working there, he ended up moving downtown. So he had like this big housewarming party. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tyler. Yeah. <laughs> so he invited all the work people and like it was summer. So um, it, was, it was like a good time just going to a bar downtown and I felt like he at the bar, like he was pretty drunk already, but he was like kind of coming on to me. And I had been at another dinner, so I had gone late to this party. So I was joining them at the bar. Like I missed the pre-drink and everything like that. So you were kind of sober. I was pretty sober. Okay. So like the next day, like it was kind of whatever, but he started messaging me. Like it was during the days of 
Maybe it was WhatsApp, but I definitely remember BlackBerry somewhere being in there, too. So he messaged you, like, directly on your Yeah. I guess, like, at that point, we had... It's been, like, five months of, like, knowing each other. Right. So, like, we had each other... We had, like, group chats and, like, things like that going on. So, yeah, he, like, directly started messaging me and... What did he say? Oh, my gosh. I can't even remember, like... Because in my mind, I was like, we're just being friends. Like, whatever. And he had also set up these things called Week Pop Wednesdays. So every Wednesday, the group of our friends would go out for drinks. And I I couldn't make because I had softball that year. So finally, one Wednesday, I was like, hey, like, I can make it to Week Pop Wednesdays. Um, Let me know what you guys are doing. And he was like, yeah, okay. Um, Let me ask around and, like, see who's available. And, like, I'll let you know what's going on. It's like, awesome, great. So this is what actually happened. I think he went around, told his friends that this was happening, and told them not to come. Oh, my God. (laughs) So so they all said they were busy. The one time I had told them I was already available. So he knew that I had no other plans. So he was like, oh, no one's available, but let's hang out ourselves. (laughs) And And you're like, I have no, I have no alibi because I said I was available. Right. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, like, we went to donate blood we went to the keg after oh my god <laughs> what kind of thing is this you want to donate blood together first time okay we had talked about doing that as a group oh my gosh so that was i was like oh i want to donate blood let's see if other people want to go and then we can have like drinks or whatever after by the way i've never heard of this story really yes <laughs> okay keep yeah going. and then the keg after is because after you donate blood, you have to refill on iron. So, like, eating a steak is whatever. Okay. <laughs> anyway. Sounds like a very wholesome day. <laughs> but I was like, oh, I'm, like, we're splitting the bill because we're going as friends. Like, yeah. I wanted to be very clear about that. So then, like, a week later, he's like, oh, like, I got some Leafs tickets. And, like, I know you don't really like hockey. So do you, do you want to go with me? And I was like, mm, no oh my god <laughs> like i don't really watch hockey and i didn't want to like escalate this because i was like we're just so friends. you you kind of knew that like he was interested at this point well like yeah like the messaging and i kind of just wanted to keep it like platonic like we work together yeah. wait okay i don't want to like ruin the story but no, like the- on the side when you were messaging your friends yeah what, what kind of things were you saying <laughs> I, well, that's what I want to know. I, I remember being like, he just sent me this. <laughs> is this just a friend's thing? It's like, no, it doesn't seem like it. So your friends were telling you, like, this is like a sign. Yeah, that- like, it, no, it seems like he's, like, interested. Like, you should go for it. I'm like, no, I don't want to go for yeah. it. <laughs> and they're like, okay, then, like, you know, just let him know. So I was like, yeah, like, for the Leafs story, I was like, you know, I don't really watch the Leafs. I feel like if you have tickets, you should probably go with somebody else. And at that point, like, I really did not know anything about Toronto Maple Leafs or hockey. Yeah. So I did not know how much Leaf ticket costs either. Yeah. So I was like, you know what, like, just go with your friends or whatever. And then I was talking to my brother. I was like, oh, yeah, like, some guy at work offered me like, Leaf ticket, but and I turned him down and told him, like, to ask somebody else. And my brother was like, you turned down Leaf tickets? <laughs> he's like are you insane <laughs> I was like why I don't watch hockey <laughs> who's on the team <laughs> yeah I don't I don't know what goes on <laughs> and he was like 
doesn't matter. <laughs> if you get leave tickets, you go. You know how hard those are? Like, he, like, really scolded me. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, like, if he asks again, as if he would, yeah. I'll say yes. So I really did not expect him to ask again because who does that? Yeah. <laughs> After somebody says, no, I don't want to go ask somebody else. <laughs> but he asked again. Oh, my God. On, like, on the same day or? No, it was like. It was maybe a week after. Okay. He was like, I know that you said no, but would you reconsider? Persistence. (laughs) And it worked out in his favor (laughs) because of that conversation with my brother where I was like, if he asks again. Wow. So yeah, like that's kind of how it all like began. I see. Yeah. In my mind, it was still, we were just friends though. But like, okay, yours is a cute romantic story, though. It's a very cute one. Mine's very different. (laughs) And I I think some of you, if you've listened to the previous episodes, might know how um, uh, me and my boyfriend met. Um, It was at um, Joanne's, one of Joanne's Croc Rock birthday parties. My infamous Croc Rock parties. Right. (laughs) Um, uh, But I, I can't. Did I even meet you at that point? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So I, okay. <laughs> Just to make sure. So I invited. I was invited for the very first time uh, to Joanne's Croc Rock birthday party, and I was actually going um, with a mutual friend of ours. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was like, "You know what? Um, we're also. I'm going to invite my other friend, who is my now boyfriend, who was who also, also yeah my coworker at the time. Yeah." So they're like, okay, you know what? Let's just all go out. It's Joanne's birthday. Um, and before we went to your condo, uh, we kind of knew that Tyler was going to be at your condo. So we wanted to give you guys more time to hang out. So Is that why? Yes, I was like, where the hell are you guys? I kept messaging. I know. I remember you keep kept. Oh, yeah, I do remember you keep, kept messaging us and saying, where are you? Where are you? And then we're all like coming <laughs> and really we were actually just at that jack Astor's. like across the street oh my <laughs> across the street from you having like three pictures of like oh barking God. squirrel and um so obviously i was um you know kind of tipsy by the time i went there <laughs> yeah. but i remember very vividly telling our friend at jack Astor's that i'm like your friend is disgusting like Why? Like, which is oh, my boyfriend. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Okay. Like, your friend's disgusting. His jacket is orange. And he, <laughs> like, are you, and then I asked, are you sure he's a lawyer? He looks like he's, like, lost in life or something. Like, it was really bad. Like, he, he just, he looked like a slob. Yeah. Right? And then um, she was like, don't worry. I assure you that, you know, everything is fine. <laughs> and I'm like, okay <laughs> yeah so i you know drank and finally went to your con we were actually the first ones there oh were you yes oh. so we remember opening the door and we're like dang it like <laughs> no one's here yet and we're we felt like we ruined a moment oh <laughs> <laughs> no i was like probably freaking out because i'm like oh my gosh like i'm being left alone with this guy we're just friends <laughs> <laughs> you're like just friends and we're like walking in and then I remember uh, Tyler, you know, offering us picklebacks. Yes. You know, that was the drink that really effed me up. And jungle juice. It was so bad. I don't even remember. I don't even remember that. But it was my first time drinking these pickleback things. Like, yeah. I had no idea what they were, but they were really good. Yeah. And I enjoyed them. 
It was whiskey and pickle juice. Yeah. Which is incredible. Yeah. It kind of takes (laughs) away. I don't think I can take that anymore, though. I don't think the acidity will kill me. Yeah. Um, But anyway, took a lot of them. And then we went, or we finally made our way to this crock rock bar. And just to, if you haven't been, um, just to preference it again. It's not a great bar. It's not a good bar. It's really easy to get in. Everyone can get in. Yeah. Um, And I was not able to get in. (laughs) I went and the bouncer looked me in the eye and was like, absolutely no. (laughs) Take this girl right back. Um, So I actually didn't make it into Joanne's birthday. No. (laughs) But anyway. But what was really cute was... You and your boy now boyfriend um, after were leaving my condo to the bar, which is only like a 10-minute walk away, and you guys were holding hands, and it was so adorable. I don't remember a thing about that. Yeah, but I do. But, but okay. I called it. I was like, oh, yeah, this is happening. This is happening. <laughs> Joanna always says that. She knew. I knew, and I made it happen. Oh. Because <laughs> I remember, too, when we got to the bar and you couldn't get in, I was like, Okay, person. <laughs> okay, okay guys. You're going to take care of her tonight? Okay, bye. Great. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the funny thing is that we actually didn't meet until like probably six months after that again. Mm. So we met at the at Joanne's birthday, but it actually wasn't until I was planning our mutual friend's birthday seven months later mm-hmm. um, that I met him again. And that's kind of when we started talking again. Yes. So, and that's when we lived together. We were roommates. Yes. Yes. So okay. that's that's how That's the we background. Met. We're just setting the scene for you guys. Mm-hmm. And then in terms of doubts, like... You know, obviously, you were really trying to keep Tyler here on the friend zone. What were your some of your doubts, Joanne? Okay, if you go back to one of our early episodes and you hear about what I had, what the wish list of oh. boyfriend qualities were, yep, he like he did not hit any of them. Oh, no. Poor guy, he's so nice though. He's so nice. He's so nice. He's so nice. <laughs> But no, he was really funny and like there were a lot of attractive qualities about him that I just like, but my wish list, you know, there's so many things that I'm like, I don't Can't know. Can't get past that. Yeah. Um, so I wasn't sure. And I've also like, this is something really weird about me, but um, I usually date within the friend zone. So mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever dated outside like somebody who wasn't a friend first. Interesting. Yeah. That's so very opposite of me. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's opposite of a lot of people. Yeah. But a lot of my exes have been like either within the group for a, a, at least a couple years or um, like I've known them for a really long time and have like progressed. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, like it was it was just nothing, nothing where I was familiar with. And I think that was my biggest doubt, just being like, I don't know how to handle this situation mm-hmm. because I don't really know anything about this guy yeah so just you know it was more about time for you you know like weren't sure if I okay. guess so I just I didn't know any I didn't know if that's what I was looking for and I mean I was also like early 20s like yeah first time living downtown with a real job like I had a group of friends that I was hanging out with and like we would you know they all live downtown it was awesome life was great it's true. Yeah. Yeah. 
I think my doubts were a little bit more severe. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> I, I think that in terms of the, the, the list that I was looking for, he probably met all of them um, in terms of like a checklist, right? But um, at the beginning of a relationship, it was so... Um, there's, there was so much uncertainty, mm-hmm. I think, on both sides as well. Um, I think we were both probably seeing other people and that created more of a trust issue more than anything. And I think we were both being so transparent about the fact that we were seeing other people that you almost couldn't let your guard down. Right. Right. And um, I think it definitely drove drove me crazy. And you probably witnessed um, a lot of that while I was living with you. And it it wasn't good. Yeah, like, I feel like you need to give examples. Um, oh, I don't even know what kind of examples. It's just like when you when you like someone and you're interested in someone, but you know that person's also seeing someone else, right? Yeah. And you kind of know like when they're seeing when exactly they're seeing that person, and while you're sitting on the couch, it like feels like it feels like crap. Yeah. Right. And it drives you crazy. Like when I was you gonna know, say like the texting all the time. Or oh, like. Okay. Well, like that was like a, I think that was a reaction to like knowing that yeah. this, like this person that I'm interested in is out with another person and I know it. Yeah. And he's being transparent. He's not lying to me. Yeah. Right. He's being very, very transparent about the fact that, you know, we're both seeing other people and I can't spend time with you today because I'm spending time with another person. Right. Right. And I think, you know, I don't think I was acting out of line. I think any person would go nuts. Yeah. Right. But I guess you can. I chose to be in that situation, though. Yeah. Right. So I was well aware of it. But I think, you know, obviously, like emotions take over. Mm -hmm. And like the things that I always do, like one of the examples would be like freaking texting him 80 times within an hour. Yeah. Like (laughs) not even exaggerating. Yeah. Like I was just like. Or, like, calling this person, like, 40 times within, like, 15 minutes. I don't even yeah. know if that's possible. <laughs> but, you know, like, really, like, kind of crazy neurotic things that I would do just to... It was just a reaction. Yeah. Right? And, you know, emotions and everything. So, it was very definitely a relationship that started out to be very um, inconsistent. Very, very unstable. And I feel like... Um, I don't know if anyone thought that we were going to last, to mm-hmm. be very honest, right? It was so kind of volatile. Yeah. A lot of ups and very lows and downs and everything. Um, so that's how, you know, there, there were a lot of doubts. And that lasted for months. Yeah. It wasn't just like a week, a month. I meant like four to six months. Yeah. And I'm not going to, I don't know how I suck it out. Yeah. I must be a crazy person. Yeah. <laughs> To, you know, accept that and deal with that for a really long time. But I'm always that kind of person that um, kind of goes for the long game. Right. When a person, mit- like, checks off every single thing that I wanted on my list, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to see how bad it is. And I'm also <laughs> that kind of person that's, like, a little, like, I am a little effed up. Yeah. <laughs> That I would do that. Yeah. <laughs> so that's my story <laughs> about my doubts. That's fair. Yeah. I do remember like to corroborate your story. Like I remember living with you and just being like, oh my gosh, like you 
<laughs> acting insane. Yeah. Like, suddenly. Because it was towards the end. Like, we had Very, been living yeah, yeah. for a few months Because I was so together. normal. <laughs> yeah, you were so normal. Like, you had been dating all these other people, like, before him. And then suddenly, like, you start seeing him and, like, you start sneaking out of the house. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Like calling him all the time or like crying and like freaking out and feeling like you ha- like we drank a lot during that yeah. time too. I definitely feel like I lost control. Yeah. Right? Because it, it was one of those relationships that I definitely didn't have an upper hand. Yeah. And um, I wanted... But here, here's the thing though. You saw me go insane and I think he saw a bit like... He saw some. Yeah. A lot of parts of that as well. <laughs> the, me- the text messages. Yeah. But like, maybe. I don't think he saw the extent that you saw. No. Because if he saw some the, some of the stuff that you saw, he, I don't, but he, <laughs> again, though, he's also crazy enough to deal with it. Yeah. So like, we're just both very effed up people. <laughs> but, you know, ended up together. Somehow it works. Yeah, yeah. Somehow it worked out. But. Uh, it was definitely not like a honeymoon period for us. It was not love at first sight. It was everything not romantic. Right. Yeah. So that's how we started. So for you, like what point was it that you're like, okay, I realized that he's a keeper. Was it at the beginning when you're all crazy and you had like... No, I think um, I, I want to say that our relationship was rocky for the first year. Like from the first year, I'm being very, very honest. And I don't think that I stopped this crazy neurotic thing until he told me one day, came came to my condo, we had a fight, came to my condo and he's like, I am uh, leaving to New York in two weeks. I was like, okay. So I basically at that point, I had to make a decision whether I was going to you know, continue with this mm-hmm. or not, because if I'm going to continue with this, there's no way that I can keep track of what the heck he's doing in New York and in another, in another country. Yeah. All right. And I just would have to let my guard down mm-hmm. and, you know, whatever it is, like, and be okay with it. Yeah. You can cheat on me, you can do whatever, like, that's, that's up to you now. Yeah. I think like, an, I guess for more background, I think one of the ways that you were going like, quote, unquote, crazy is that like, you always needed to know where he was. Like, anytime yeah. he was out, and he wasn't messaging you, you'd be like, assume the worst. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh, he's cheating on me. He's seeing yeah. some girl like, <laughs> even if yeah, he yeah. says like, he's out with his friends or like out with his coworkers, yeah. you'd be like, where are you? Who is there? It's crazy. And like he, you just left the office. Like you couldn't have made it to the bar and like, yeah. you know, like counting the minutes. Yeah. So and I that think was kind it, of what it's it looked not, like. Yeah. And I, I want to preference that like, it's not just, you know, it wasn't just him that mm-hmm. was doing that. I think it's some of it definitely has to do with some of my past relationships Yeah, as well. But I feel like, you know, I reacted that way with him because it was the only relationship out of all the ones I was dating, like, that I didn't have control of. Yeah. I didn't feel like I had control. Yeah. So that Because he also is somebody who likes to, like... Have the upper hand. Have the upper hand. So that's really tough to yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I think, like, in, in hindsight now, like, it makes a lot of sense. But I remember during it, I was, like... So confused. So confused. Like, <laughs> why are you in this? Like, it just... You, like, leave. <laughs> relationship freaking torture <laughs> yeah yeah i remember feeling like that yeah 
as well. But I, I was crazy enough to be like, hmm, let's see how it goes. Yeah. Um, And that's kind of the, de- the decision I made when, you know, she was like, I'm leaving to New York. I'm going to leave this up to you whether or not you want to do this because you're the one who seems to be crazy, mm-hmm. right? And needing to know where I am 24-7. And that's that can't <laughs> happen when I'm in New York. Yeah. Right? It's... It, you've got to make a choice. It's a, it's also a make it or break it situation, mm-hmm. right? If you make it, that's great. If you don't, then you don't. Like, that's yeah. it, right? And I remember, you know, thinking about it and saying, look, it's there was an end date to it. It was like a seven or six month type of thing. And I'm like, okay, there's six or seven months of this and we'll see how it goes. Yeah. And honestly... When we started, I was very optimistic that it was going to work. But there was a big, big part of me that I'm like, this is really, it's not going to be good. Yeah. Right. And um, it took until my first trip out there um, to, to see his place and, and see what the environment looked like that I was comfortable. And it took, you know, I think I probably touched upon this on our uh, episode in season one about kind of long distance relationship is when you start getting into that routine of, you know, you know, doing FaceTime or, you know, texting each other on a more like stable, like consistent basis, then you find your comfort zone and, you know, then, then you're in the groove. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I guess like this might not be really helpful to a lot of people, but my, my um, aha moment was really similar in that it was when Tyler told me he was leaving to London. (laughs) (laughs) I guess it's the ultimatum a little bit where they make you decide, like, do you want to continue with this or not? Yeah. Um, Like for us, everything was really good, but we weren't like, I would not say that we were dating. You know what I mean? Like, I think everybody else. Yeah. I was (laughs) telling everybody we're just friends. We're just hanging out as friends. I'm pretty sure everybody else is like, no, you're not. (laughs) (laughs) But it wasn't until he was like, okay, I'm I'm leaving for a year to London to do my master's. And um, like, do we want to be in a long distance relationship? And I was like, okay, I have never had any successful long distance relationship. It like the close, the longest one I had was like a month. (laughs) So... (laughs) I was like, I don't know if this is going to work. But at the same time, I really enjoyed his company. Like, I I knew that I was going to miss, like, hanging out with him because he was so constant in my life for, like, I want to say a year. Yeah. So <laughs> he, you're friends for a year. He really played the long game. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, okay, like, let's try it. Let's go do this long distance thing. Like, I don't think it's going to work. Yeah. To be honest. But why not? Let's, yeah. Let's like, let's continue rather than be like, let's end it. Right? Like, I feel like that's a safer, if I was to bet, it would be a safer option. Yeah. So I went for it and like a year went by and it went really well. Like, it was incredible. Um, And I was like, okay. Like, I think it was after maybe like even four months in and it was still going well. We never really had an issue like doing long distance. I mean, I have, if you listen to the long distance episodes, yeah, like I I freaked out a little bit, but it subsided. Um, And yeah, like I think at that point I was like, okay, like 
I really have no reason to doubt him anymore. Like, this has been going really well. We get along, like, really great. So, yeah, like, I it got to a point where I was like, I don't think I can imagine my life without him in mm-hmm. my life. Ugh. And I was like, I remember thinking that. I was like, oh, this is so gross. <laughs> <laughs> it was Christmas, and he was coming back, and I was like, I need to tell him, don't die. (laughs) And I'm not like sentimental at all. So it was just a really uncomfortable like message that I wrote in a card or something. Anyways, so that's that was the moment, I think, for me. But definitely like the ultimatum thing really works. I think that that works. Yeah. Right. When you are given kind of a make or break situation and you just have to decide um, if you want to work on it or not yeah right i think at that point it's it's either a yes or no it's very black and white yeah right that person's leaving across the country and yeah are you gonna work on it or because it's really easy to not work on it when that person's not in front of you yeah um so that's for sure and then um I guess what okay. is the ultimate point of this entire podcast? <laughs> Thanks for bearing with us for the first little bit, but we got there. The ultimate trick. Mm. How did we trap their ass? <laughs> if you guys listen to Ali Wong, it's I'm quoting from that. I'm not being profane. <laughs> um, I don't know. You go first. You're, you're better at this. <laughs> so I guess we can laugh about it now, but. He always tells me, he's like, I always thought you were really independent. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yes. I know where this is going. (laughs) And I guess it's from, like, me always not wanting to, like, hang out with him or, like, encouraging him. You mean at the beginning, At the beginning, yeah. Like, encouraging him to, like, go out with other people and be like, no, I have my own plans. Even, like, one of our first dates, we went out for dinner. Like, he walked me home. And then I was like, okay, like, have a good night. And he's like, oh, like, um, you you don't want me to, like, walk you. I don't know. I think I, like, left him a block from my apartment. And he was like, you don't want to, like, me to walk you the rest of the way. And I'm like, I'm actually turning off here so I can watch a movie in the park. <laughs> and he was like, what? <laughs> he's like, yeah, I, I made other plans to go. He's like, who are you going with? I'm like, myself. Oh, my God. <laughs> and he was like, can I come with you? And I was like. I guess so. <laughs> so he came with me. But like things like that, I like I think he had the impression I was really independent. <laughs> you were giving out a facade. Yeah. <laughs> a wrong facade. <laughs> now when he goes up with his friends, I'm like, you didn't invite me? <laughs> How long are you going for? Where are you going? Am I invited? Yeah. Can I come? <laughs> are there other wives that are going? <laughs> No, I can hang out with the guys. <laughs> I don't mind. Yeah. Do they want to come over here? Yeah. <laughs> I can make them chips. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, totally. He's like, what is wrong with you now? And I think that's me getting old too. <laughs> yeah. Um, I would say for me, I don't know if it's like a trick. Yeah. But I have totally given up on reacting to anything that he does oh and so this is the complete opposite of what i 
did um, at the beginning of the relationship because I reacted to every little thing that he did. Um, but so if you obviously don't know my boyfriend, but he is a person that really, really likes that shock factor. Yeah. Right. If you wanted to like pet ponies, they'd be like, I want to kill them. Yeah. Sorry for those of you listening. Like he's just like he wants to go with the complete opposite, not because he actually wants to kill any ponies. He just likes to see a reaction. Yeah. So I've gotten so used to all of his crazy remarks that I stopped reacting to them. Yeah. So, for example, he'll send me like a really, really beat up car. It's like, I love this. I'm going to buy it. Where I'm like, looks great. And he's like, (laughs) and then he'll send another thing. He's like, look at this, like beautiful piano that doesn't work. I'm going to put it right in my living room. Like, I think that would be great. Yeah. And then he's just like, not working. (laughs) And then he'll like, you know, find more ridiculous things. So I think with him and I now, it's more about um, allowing him to do the things that he wants to do and being okay with it. Yeah. And I think he appreciates the fact that I don't get weirded out by some of the things that he does because he's a pretty weird person. Yeah. Um, And he always likes to do things his own way. And um, sometimes there's not a lot of reason to what he's doing at all or the things that he wants to buy or spend money on are very, very questionable. But I've learned to accept that, hey, look, you're a young, successful man who wants to spend money on X, Y, and Z. I don't care. Yeah. Right. And I've gotten really, really comfortable with that point to number one, not reacting to anything. And then second of all, just like letting him have fun. Yeah. Right. Because he earned it and, you know, he can do whatever he wants. Yeah. Um, so I think he's, you know, come to realize that, OK, this person's not going to control everything. And he appreciates that. And I think um we're also trying to meet in the middle now in terms of like um, what I want and what he wants. And, you know, he really likes like vintage beat up cars that he can fix himself in the garage. Right. Yeah. Um, the first one that he bought was so vintage that it's, you know, o- older than us and is a right hand drive in Canada. <laughs> right. I'm like, that's extreme. Yeah. Okay. Let's pull it back a little bit. Yeah. So he came back with like a 2003 RAV4 that's rusted. And I'm like, great. We're on the, we're on a right track. Yeah. You know, compromise. The brakes are a little light, but you know, it, the car runs and yeah. it's on the left hand side now. Yeah. So little baby steps like that. I don't want to convert him to a, you know, totally different person, but I do need someone that's going to meet me in the middle. Yeah. And I think that more and more so now we're, we're seeing eye to eye and he, you know, like, I think we're both kind of, um, giving up some of what we really, really want to, as, as a compromise for, um, something that we can both accept and agree on. Yeah. So that's what we've come to now. And we've been really, really happy, I think for the past, um, you know, two to three years, I think we've been really, really stable. Yeah. Um, I have not texted him 80 times. (laughs) Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah. So how often do you text him now? Mm, I think he sends me more things now than I do. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I have to say, I don't think I really trapped my husband. I feel like he trapped me. I think he totally trapped you. Yeah. (laughs) When I was talking to him, 
He told me he was studying to be a lawyer. <laughs> then he went to get his master's in freaking London. <laughs> he also took me to his family cottage, which was incredible. Like it had a jet ski. It had a freaking elevator. An elevator. In, inside, the con- inside the cottage. Oh my gosh. And like a wine cellar you could play soccer in. Oh my gosh. Like, so he like took you to those places and like, hey, this is what I can offer yeah. you. And then, and and then, then he came back and we're dating and the cottage is gone. They sold it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Great. He So one thing off the list. One thing off the list. He was unemployed when he came back, well, which is fine. One. But it, his freaking student debt. <laughs> like, <laughs> he forgot about that fact. Oh no. Oh, he also does not like fancy things. Well, that's something yeah. that you and I can relate to. That's why we just go to fancy dinners together yeah. and uh, just don't bring them because they'll yeah. just complain. Yeah. And the entire time and make my experience terrible. He'll be like, I don't taste anything. I'm just eating <laughs> it's like, food. Why is this dumpling $30? Yeah. <laughs> What's so special? Yeah. I can get this in Chinatown. <laughs> Yeah, he's like, it doesn't beat Swatow yeah. <laughs> fried noodles in Chinatown. <laughs> exactly. Oh my so, gosh. Really, really trapped my ass. <laughs> well, that's just our version in our own head. Um, I hope you really enjoyed it. I, I actually really enjoyed talking about that and taking through, you know, talking through those steps and how we met to challenges to where we are now. And I think we've come it a feels long way. Very long ago. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> where we began <laughs> <laughs> the story of us Taylor ew, Swift ew. <laughs> on that note <laughs> yeah let's end it cheers guys cheers. see you next week thanks for listening to the let's talk basic podcast for more exclusive content make sure to follow us on instagram at let's talk basic